Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Mid-season finale. We are so happy to now have some resolutions, but also talk about the drama. I'm Allie Corner Bradford at Boys and Beauty 01. Make sure you join this conversation with us tonight by hashtagging ABTVBATV. Now, let's get ABTV Arrow, dear. Oh, sorry, just kidding. ABTV Arrow. Look at that mid-season finale hiatus, and I'm already slacking on my job. Okay, so moving along to this slightly strange-looking fellow to my left. Lex Michael, all over social media, at the Lex Michael, slowly giving myself whiplash. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-E-R-I-J-Y. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at KioJ, K-I-A-X-E-T. We're checking the hashtag, ABTV Arrow. We're checking the live chat on YouTube. And at the end of the uh, episode, we're going to read some of your iTunes reviews. Also, I just realized I picked the opening song without you ever hearing it. Oh, it's okay. I've heard this song before. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. They're I coming think to I take have. me away by Lord. Neurotic Fish. I like your sparkles with the red. It's Thank very you. Superman-esque with the yellow mic and all that going on. <laughs> Wrong show. Anyways, going into Arrow. <laughs> so, yes. you can admire Katie's beautiful makeup. You can leave her comments on Twitter. Um, but today we are actually going to talk about Felicity, so let's do that. Boom. <laughs> all right. So, oh, Felicity's alive. That's That part's Called good. It. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to kill her. We know that. I'm going to call some people out. Was it Vern? Is Vern? Is, is, or who? who is being mean right now? <laughs> who is being mean? Vern, I am Vern. calling you out. Don't you dare call Felicity out of her name, which you didn't. But I'm just saying, don't you dare talk about Felicity like that. That's my... Mm. Anyways, for those of you <laughs> not a part of that conversation, she is alive. Yay! Yay. Um, however, there is a slight situation that a, maybe possibly she won't walk again. Like a little a, a touch Just of a paralysis? Tiny. Just a touch. Uh, you could say that we saw that coming, like an oracle. Yes. No. Well, you know what, though? That's I was... it. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to drop one of these mics and walk off stage. You know, I was actually reading that they teased at Comic-Con when season three was happening. Season three, episode five was called, um, what is it, The Origins of Felicity Smoke? Yeah. And yep. someone had said something along the lines of it originally being called Oracle and they changed it. I don't know if that's true. That's just something that was written. But if that's the case, then we already have our tie-in. But did anybody else... Now, I know that they probably did this strategically, and I don't want to get into predictions, but I mean, in the little preview at the very end, they kept showing Felicity a lot. And I was trying to see if she was standing or if in every single shot she was indeed actually sitting. We never saw a wheelchair. Yeah, but you don't stick a wheelchair in the back of the limo with them. That no, 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 no. I'm talking about... The, no, the, no, the, no, the teaser. No, no. The teaser. Right. Oh. That'd yeah, be hysterical, though. <laughs> Try to be in the chair. Like she's oh, she's, she's like crunched <laughs> into the thing. Like, how do we get the camera in here? I don't. Is there a better way to do this? <laughs> we get it. She can't walk. Oh, this is me <laughs> shoving all these things just so you know. Reminding it. you, yeah. Oh man, I um, would like to call Omira Bat in chat. Anyone who can't handle Felicity's continued lifespan needs to calm down. I freaking love you. Yes, yeah. you're my favorite person tonight. <clears throat> Um, I didn't catch it either. I have been, I've been more or less trying to avoid, uh, spoilers for this season, but certainly, you know, there have been set photos that have leaked, and, uh, so I saw Felicity, pictures of Felicity in a wheelchair 
at some point. But then I also saw little bits of conversation from people who are making the show where it seems like because obviously the direct the direct uh, uh, thought the immediate. What am I saying? The immediate Oracle. thought is Oracle. It's Oracle, um, yeah. But I read somewhere somebody talking about, yeah, we get that's what people think we're doing. That's not what we're doing. So I don't know. Mm, yeah. just well, if that's not what they're doing, us. they're going to have to specify pretty quickly because <laughs> parallelism. Yeah. I mean, and, and of course, there's no, it's inconceivable to me that when they decided to shoot her and then made the comments in this episode about how well the damage to her spine is too great, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, they had to know that one of the most famous comic book stories of all time very <laughs> specifically included joke. this as a plot right. point. Right. And we've talked specifically we've about talked killing about joke killing on this show. Joke. Yeah. 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 I got some fun comments after that one, let me tell you. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, yeah. But um, the show is more apt towards nods than act direct... Uh, playing everything like, out. Yeah. yeah. So, I imagine that they're that they're definitely playing heavy towards it, but then it's going to take a heavy right turn. I mean, we we do have magical microbes, like the ones that saved Ray, that That's are kind true. of just hanging about. Sure. But Ray has also exited stage left and is not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, he's on so. a big, fun time travel ensemble show now. We true. have a little yeah. bit of gossip about that yeah. later on. Mm. So. Well, just to go back <laughs> into that, for just a small section, though, I really do, like, start that. Rewind. Initially, so Oliver's slightly avoiding going to visit her by saying, I get it, like, he needs to get rid of Dark. Like, he is so tunnel vision about, I, I just, the person that did this to Felicity, I have to end him, I have to end him. And I think everybody else is reminding him, like, hey, why don't you at least go visit Felicity? She's prepping for surgery. Like, all these things are such a big deal, and he's skipping over. But I think Oliver also, a lot of times, does not deal with things very well, so oh, no. absence is just right. easier. Right. But I did like the whole for better, for worse conversation that we got. That was that a great scene. It's the best emotional beat that Arrow has written all season. And I would, I, yeah, I would agree. I would argue pretty strongly that this so far has been their strongest season overall. Yeah. So being that I agree with you on on your point, Katie, that would for me put it pretty high in the running for emotional beats of the entire series. We'll have yeah. to see how they stick the landing. And Moira's death in season two basically destroyed me. So that's yeah. still my. But that might have been the context in which I was watching it. Um, yeah, this and. Just seeing how this affected Felicity. I am out of it tonight, you guys, so it's going to be just word soup up in here so everyone knows. But seeing how... (laughs) (laughs) Bless you, my child. Now Uh, let the adults talk. Ooh. Burn. (laughs) And there it goes. Um, Tari, you have to hold that posture for the rest of the show. eh, Just seeing how his absence affected Felicity. I mean, she's sitting there saying, no, I understand. He's going after Dark. And then only when he shows up does she voice that bit of insecurity that maybe you don't want me because I'm not whole anymore. And if that's the case... I'm letting you off the hook because we never said our vows. And I think that Oliver didn't even think about that. Sure. When he was off gallivanting off doing his own thing and basically staying active to avoid thinking about how epically he failed in saving Felicity. So I think the emotional repercussions of that just absolutely blindsided him because he didn't consider that. He didn't consider her feelings. He couldn't see past his failure. And so seeing all of that come together at once was just like, I'm going to go collapse and die. Yeah. (laughs) Wake me when they get married. (laughs) I definitely, I will give him credit for his recovery in that scene. I think it was incredibly sweet the way he pulls the ring out, puts it back on her finger, and then says, you know, for better or for worse. That was incredibly tender. And that that worked for me. And again, it was one of those moments where it's like we've seen over and over again how rarely Oliver makes the right call in the moment. Yeah. That was was a very nice moment, I think, for both of them. And just the comment about the ER nurse took this off your finger. How dare she? That was really cute. Yeah. It was great. But you know what? I also love that Felicity, no matter what, she is such a trooper. It's like one of the things oh that Oliver God, said, yes. you know how, oh, she's like the strongest one out of all of us. And also the irony in the fact that every single day, those people put on their suits and they go on the street and she's the one who's in the office, for lack of better words. And how ironic is that she's the one that's down and out and the people that are fighting 
are not. But that's not where I was going with this. She's Actually, the backbone of the team. She really, she is. really is. Um, but what I was going to say is, even in her weakest moment when they're oh having God, that conversation, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, we're moving on. Good. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. not Let even touch on go. that. No, I was trying to finish <laughs> my thought. I said that more than once about her. The oh backbone my God. Thing. Oh, oh, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it was also com- it was unintentional because I've said that exact phrase about her before. Yeah, I thought I'm going to have to find a new one. I thought we were all just going to whistle oh, past that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no. Over my head. Okay. Oh, no. no, I'm sorry. You were, you were saying. I was just going to say, even... Because as a girl, she could have taken the moment and been selfish. How Oliver was so quick to say, you know, I want to go to Bali. Will you go with me? I'll go with you anywhere. I'm like, ah. But she goes right back to the thing that she knows is important to him. Is dark in Bali? No? Okay, well, we have some unfinished business to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the selfish thing would have been like, okay, let's get away from all this. Like, I've been through enough. I'm paralyzed. Like, let's go. And instead, she's... Backing her man up, but yeah. I like because Oliver's like, oh, I got a couple weeks, kind of. Let's 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 go to Bali. Let's do this. And Felicity's like, No, no, we got a job. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you don't have the vacation days for this. We got a job. <laughs> and it shows how much she knows him, and that like they they tried the whole docile uh, couple thing, and it's not who he is. Right. And I, I feel like she knows that the only way that he's ever going to be able to rest and and uh, feel like he can move on is if. Uh, he takes Dark down and, like, makes what's happened to her mean something. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot for a few moments that Mama Smoke didn't know what was going on. I feel like she's the only one at this point that doesn't know, because when they're in the hospital and uh, the flowers arrive and, and, and Felicity's like, well, yeah, Oliver's out f- uh, flowers! Flowers! <laughs> yeah. Searching for those flowers! It's more important. And poor Mom is just like, huh? Okay! <laughs> We did have the reveal to Laurel that Detective Lance and Mama Smoke have a thing going on. And I will say when I was watching it, and Laurel was so calm and cool and collected and like, just want you to be happy, Dad. I was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) You guys have come a long way. Yeah. Wow. You know, I I feel like at this point everyone has bigger priorities than, oh my God, you're dating her. Like, okay, breathe. Yeah. 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 That. <laughs> I'm not the only one who's just tonight, am I? No. no. It's a, an odd evening. Welcome no. back, everyone. Did you miss us? Um, we need a new hashtag. We had Magic Nazi Corn last time. Oh, Magic Nazi Corn will never die. It's true. That's <laughs> Someone what makes photoshopped it magic. us. Remind me who you are. Someone photoshopped us a cereal box, and it was probably the best thing I've seen all I ate. It was amazing. I'm going to have to dig back through my, my notifications and find out. There were actually a couple, like, over the break, a there couple of really wonderful boxes. memes that were thrown at us oh, based yeah. on the Magic Nazi Corn hashtag. More. Guys, more of please, that. Like, please. All of that stuff's we wonderful. We love it. Um, I was going to say, no, I just wanted to tag up on, I believe, Tari, what you were saying, too, and Katie, what you were saying uh, earlier about, like, all these guys go out. I think everybody was talking about this. It's a weird night. Yeah. Um, we were all talking about how, yeah, um, uh, Felicity is the one who stays at HQ. She's like uh, the dispatcher, if you will, where uh, everybody else is out there in the field with the weapons, getting punched in the face, punching evil in the face in return. But I did like the moment of of her telling Oliver, you know, no, like, well, yeah, we can't go off to Bali. We do have a job to do. And because it reinforces the fact that, no, you don't have to be the one in the armor getting punched in the throat night after night to be a hero. And I really like every time they reinforce that Felicity is as strong as she is and is just as heroic as everybody else on the team, I think it really speaks volumes as to why we need her and why we get really grumpy when people in the live chat say she should die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, at Billie Jean Girl 18 says, uh, Felicity keeps everyone human. You can say that now, Katie, instead of backbone. Thank you. Yeah. I still need a metaphor for her structural role in the team. Because obviously <laughs> backbone is She's not going to work anymore. I like that. Yeah. Say That's who? better. The, the motivation? The foundation. foundation. Oh, I heard crustacean. She's, yeah, she's the crustacean. <laughs> she crab really people. Like crab people. Oh wow. my god, this All episode. Right. Oh. So, um, yeah, why don't we talk about, I want to talk about some of the smaller topics, not that they're super small, but before we get to this. <laughs> He's like, nope. Are we nope. going to knock out the flashbacks yeah. and call that a night? Take that no. again. <laughs> and <laughs> retry. Rewind. Let's try this it's one more contagious. time. So, Detective Lance 
has now become the key to finding Dark-ish, but not really. Um, he gives up the location in which he's been meeting Damien Dark, which now puts him in danger, which eventually will put him into quote-unquote hiding at the lair that everybody can find. I don't know how Oliver thinks that's going to be a safe situation, which leads me to believe that, yes, indeed, he is in the grave. Amen. Uh. But the other thing is, they played that card, and it wound up not working. And then, if you look at... Wow, my brain is just... Anarchy. Anarchy beat him to the lair. Anarchy made it to his house. Yeah. And Arrow essentially saved his family. So, you have to wonder... Has that bridge been burned? Because Arrow shows up at the... Well, you know, Anarchy was there first. Maybe he was tracking Anarchy, and that's what led him to... What? I cannot finish what the sentence. What is going on? She's saying that Base translation, please, Tori. Lance can blame Arrow's presence at both the hideout and the house on the arrow tracking anarchy because yes. anarchy okay. found both of those Got places it. first. Got it. I can word. So, uh, I have yeah. a degree in words and I can't do it tonight. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe buys Lance a little bit of time. It definitely Possibly. seems, I mean, it definitely seems like the, the window for him being useful as far as gathering intel is going to continue to get smaller and smaller because the more he reveals to them and the more they take advantage of the knowledge he reveals, eventually Damien Dark's got to go, hey, um, you know, I keep telling you stuff, and then the green arrow keeps knowing the stuff that I tell you, so that's weird, right? Right? <laughs> right? Can totally we talk? Weird. I feel like we need to sit down and meet with HR about this. <laughs> Evil HR. Yeah, Is that our hashtag? Evil, Evil HR. HR. Evil HR. <laughs> well, what's, ooh, there's juice on here. Okay, let's just... Yeah, guys, there, is, there is juice on the table, which I think is a perfect metaphor for the condition of our panel this evening. <laughs> Don't write the juice on me. <laughs> oh, no, he's in the juice. We're adults. No, um, man. Okay. Do we want to knock out the flashbacks Anyways, and call yeah, it good? No, um, okay, no? sure. Okay. Let's talk about... I was going to talk about anarchy since we brought up anarchy. Let's yeah. do that, then. All right, let's talk about this crazy fool. So... He, there's there's some love making faces going on between the two gentlemen. I am not really sure what's going on. Uh, in Tari, this episode. What, between the episode ending and us getting on mic tonight, uh, Tari was rocking a pretty mean anarchy impersonation. And by mean, he means legitimately mean and not like colloquially good. No, so like, let's hear it. Do it. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Do it. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't. Uh, Collect yourself. <laughs> Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yep, the spinoff has been officially greenlit, coming to the CW this fall. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. Wow. So, okay. um, this this guy, yep. um, what did he say? Something along the lines, because he's like, I'm never going to hurt Thea because you are the one that released me when you burned my face. Yeah. A baptism by the, fire. You. you burned you. out my weakness. Thank I you. don't know why I'm British now. Yeah, so <laughs> so uh, Lonnie Meacham is bonkers. Just a little. Yeah. Hence the opening song. Yeah. Um, I do like his mask. Um, the I ma- don't? No, it's, well, it's terrifying. But it's terrifying in that uh, the term... It gets foggy. Well, I believe that, yeah, that's got to be in... It's well, he's weird. got the eyes open. Yeah, that would be a really big problem. He has problem. a serial yeah. killer mask. I'm... I'm it's, I go to a comedy troupe here called The Resistance. They occasionally do horror movies like that. And when someone's playing the killer, they have a plastic mask that they put over their face. And I'm like, no, it's the murder mask. Well, and there's something yeah. super... What is it? It's like the, the term is uh, Uncanny Valley, right? Where it's like it looks it, it looks like a human form, but it's just removed enough from a human form to become incredibly unsettling to yeah, your brain. Yeah, that's Uncanny Valley. Yeah, that. I was having a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? But I feel like, okay, so he was having a lot of interactions with Thea, right? And just kept on trying to make it seem like they had so much in common. And I just wanted to slap him and tell him to shut up. Yeah, well, he was he's like Thea's Cupid, essentially. Like, he has this mm. obsession with her because he feels like he is in some way indebted to her. And, and, and like, I think that he wants... Uh, them to form a team and have a good time. Yeah. Or he, he wants Is her... Is that what you think? They well, want, he wants I mean, them to be a team? I actually want, think that he wants her to kill him, essentially unleashing her own anarchy, making him right. Kind of like a spoiler seven kind of thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's in the box? And, and right, because he becomes Wrath God. Yes. Right. Spoilers say, for seven. Yeah, it's like twenty years old at this point. <laughs> yeah. I will say that the burn makeup was just kind of like okay. I, I I was getting two thousand whatever Phantom of the Opera vibes from that. Where it looked like, like he had a bad sunburn. It's a third degree sunburn. He's yeah. disfigured. <laughs> but like maybe Lonnie's just really he's real insecure. Clearly, you know. I think it's less it's less what everybody else thinks of the burns and what Lonnie thinks of the burns. It was yeah. better than Phantom, but it was just so conveniently placed right. over Lonnie some of it that's just, just like. Side. Did we make a little raccoon mask out of oil and set that on fire? Is, is that what happened here? <laughs> no, he was burned by a CW makeup artist. Okay. Oh, <laughs> good explanation. Yeah. That is my in-world justification so, for that. So, wait, really quick, though, because there was a conflict within the team, right? Because they have this guy trapped and locked down, trying to get answers from him, like, where's Dark, this, that, and the third. And then Laurel goes and just releases him to the police. And then you have Oliver, who comes along right after him and is like, hey, I am just going to let you free. Go kill Dark. So, when so, does he take orders from you? So, A, terrible plan. And then when they lose the tracker later in the episode and they go, what do we do now? And he goes, that was the whole plan. <laughs> right? I was, when they said the tracker went dark, I was watching him. And it's beautiful acting from Stephen Amell. He just kind of goes, oh. <laughs> just touches the sides of his head and stops. It's like, <laughs> yep, and that is all you need. Uh, I done goof. It's like, oh, shoot. It's just, you never take a chaotic, evil person and then just release them. Because they're not going to act the way you expect. They're chaotic. Nope. Now, this might come off as a question that seems like I should know better. So, sorry, guys, before you hate me and send me awful tweets. You'd better not. You're going to be the live chat's new Felicity. I know. Uh, You mean she's going to be a completely underappreciated badass? Oh, hell. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so okay, you're saying. Uh, so I'm just gonna call him Anarchy because that's just I'm gonna call him that. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, mm. yeah. And his last name is way too much for me. It's a mouthful. <laughs> anyway, so Anarchy's going after Dark now, right? Yeah. What is his motivation to go directly after? Like, we had did I miss this that? episode. Or I forgot. Since it was the hiatus. earlier in the season. It was early in the okay. season. It's been a while. From what I can remember, he wanted to come work for Dark, and it didn't work out right. super well. Okay. So Dark okay. scorned him. Got it. And then Thea pushed his face into burning oil. Hence the whole Damien Dark is responsible for my face indirectly, but nonetheless. But yet he doesn't want to hurt Thea. Because she released him. How does that make sense? He is not. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. cuckoo. Clearly. Yeah, he's just bananas. He, he just, at this point, there is no train of logic. It's just this person angry at them bad. This person attracted. They burned me. Great. Let's do this. That's actually a pretty thorough breakdown of, of that train of thought. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's there pretty is much no it. train of thought. It's a junkyard of thought. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason. It's well, just shit piled I mean, everywhere. Sort of. I, the end burned his face. But Dark burned his pride. Uh, <laughs> now, what did you guys think about... <laughs> he just loved that, didn't you? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, like I was saying, in this show, what do you guys think about... Okay, Damien Dark's wife, whose name I have not caught, and maybe I should know. I don't know if they named her. Okay. No. Wifey thing. Wifey thing. Wifey thing. Corn Corn wife. Corn wife. Okay, so corn wife was upset. This crazy hoe. Okay. (laughs) So the green arrow indirectly saved you, and then she's mad. That's not indirectly. He straight up saved Well, he helped save, but I'm saying indirectly because he was not the one that untied her. But okay. Whatever. And he also did unleash anarchy in the first place. So she that was a thing. She don't know that. <laughs> Just saying. How she had the conversation with Dark in the limo saying, basically, like, boo, you should have killed him while you had a chance. And then boo, Master Boo, is like, hey, if it wasn't for him, you'd be alive. I'm going to at least give him a few, out, you know, weeks with his loved ones, too. But I didn't realize that Wifey knew about the quote-unquote genesis. Well, no one did. No one okay, realized that we knew sure that. I... That's that's the end of the episode plot twist. Also, I'm imagining Damien Dark is one of the ghosts from Mario now. <laughs> <laughs> Master Boo. Oh. That's amazing. 
I'm still stuck on because you said something earlier in the show, Ali Kona, about Lance being the key to getting to Dark-ish. And since then, I've been stuck on, now that we know his family, the idea in a world of infinite spinoffs, a domestic sitcom called Dark-ish. About, about Damien Dark and his wife and their child. Somebody get CW on the line. I'm going to make all of us a lot of money. I feel like that's like oh, a that's Saturday awesome. Night Live sketch. <laughs> that that's amazing. what we're looking at. Or like when Cartoon Network used to do the League of Evil sketches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I feel like that's what that is. Possibly Robot Chicken. Yes, Robot I can Robot Chicken would do that. Um, what were we talking about? Right. We were talking Dark about Corn yeah. Right, Lady Corn Cobb. And Master so, Boo. Yeah, so, so I do think it was super, super interesting, their dynamic, what little bits of... Oh, Pika Pika Boo? No, that? it's the ghost. Oh, because the ghost and Mario, when you look at them, they hide. Yes. And then when you... Got it. It took me a second. It's a weird night. Our podcast is very confused right now. Um, but I did think it was fascinating because this is... You know, we met them in the mid-season finale and we didn't see them. There was no interaction. But watching Damien Dark talk to his wife as as if the two of them are, are in, as far as authority within their organization was fascinating because I don't know what that means. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Now that you mentioned the first time we saw the family and it was during Christmas time, they were by the tree, it was cozy, there was probably a fireplace and they were doing a big group hug and I thought, ooh, they have no idea what dad does at We night. all thought that. Yeah. So yeah. it's honestly it's slightly end. disappointing that they do know. Well, we have Boo in chat saying, I feel bad for Damien's daughter for having two evil parents unless she's just as evil as them. I want a tiny child mastermind. That would be great. It's that not going to happen in this show, but I want it. It's actually the kid that's running Hive. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, Speaking of five, that would I'm just be gonna amazing. I'm just gonna do a quick and we're gonna talk a little bit about Andy Diggle because yeah 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 because so, okay <laughs> oh because so I liked first of all I know we're going back to the beginning of the episode but I really like that he got the smack beat down he deserved that when Diggle walked in there because you know obviously Diggle is his brother and for uh, you know you have a certain fine line but then once Felicity got messed with. The line was gone, and it was about time. I feel like the entire first half of this episode was a very tightly knit, bad decision conga line. As is the norm. Yeah, but usually Diggle's not part of that, or he's not an egregious part of that. But going after Andy that way, there's a lot of desperation. Frustration. And and frustration. frustration. But it's still a bad decision and it's still not Diggle. And He's allowed to step out of bounds every once in a while. Not really. I I would agree... I would agree that it's very much out of character for him, but also we don't see him in a situation all that often where he's letting his emotional state guide the decisions that he makes. We see that almost uh, nonstop from every other character on this show. But he usually managed to manages to maintain a bit of emotional distance in a way that everybody else does not. Now, with the reintroduction of his brother, he he's starting to, little bits and pieces, like, like beating his brother to a bloody pulp, he's starting to <clears throat> fall victim to that in the same way that a lot of other characters do. So I definitely think, it's certainly not something we're used to seeing from him, but it does make a certain amount of sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorry, piggybacking off of that, I mean, Diggle's always been a third party. It's always been the Queens and the Lances and their whole family squabbles. But, like, we saw that when uh, Lila and his daughter were brought into the fold, like, he got very upset and it took it took him to another level. Like, he was willing to... He would, probably would have killed Oliver over that. So, like, I think that... Uh, now that he also has another party or another, like, horse in this race, um, we're going to see another side of him. Uh, yes. I was just going to say that, though, Andy did reveal it's not the first time Diggle has done that to him. And the reason being is because Andy was obviously acting out of line when he was younger. And I thought it was very interesting that he brought up the fact that, you know, you've always been embarrassed of me. Because he was clearly, obviously, a problem child. He was getting himself into mischief, which is why he enlisted into the military to follow after his brother's 
What? Yep. Boot steps. Anyhow, I love that dealing drugs is mischief to you. <laughs> mischief. And Diggle forced him to enlist. Yeah, well, yeah, but he's saying that's why he said, I am not you. When I'm saying yeah. following in his footsteps, I just mean, like, he, you're trying to get me to be you, and I'm not you, and you're ashamed of all my quote unquote mistakes or what have you. And so, I, I don't know, I just thought it was a really great conversation for Diggle to say, you know, no, I'm like, I'm looking out for you. And I think that's the case for most when you have a family member that's getting into trouble. It's never, I want you to be like me. I just don't want you to be doing this because you are better than this. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mischief. Mischief. But I mean, at the end of the day, too, then you have brother, which I was like, you butthole, when he said, "We're uh, you're ashamed, we're even. Go away. Just twist, <laughs> the, twist the knife a little bit. Well, you know, before the season is over, he's going to get out and potentially return to dark, and there's going to be problems. You think? Oh, yeah. But they played cards. He's Chekhov's <laughs> little brother. They played cards. Sitting on that mantle, <laughs> waiting for it to go down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very crowded mantle piece. (laughs) (laughs) Chekhov's mantle has so much stuff on it right now for this show. Oh, you know what I did not bring up? Because we were talking about the island, going backtracking a little bit. This is a small, tiny detail that's just me being me and and nitpicky, but... So, when Oliver's... Wait, do we talk about the island? Not really. Oh, oops, sorry. Okay, so we're going to talk about the island right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, okay, Oliver's magical tattoo starts lighting up. And uh, when I, he's getting whipped, yes, and he also has a shark bite, so he is physically not in a good way. No, not in a good way. Mm-mm. Not in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> dying slowly. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not in a good way. Uh, uh, side note too: the fact that also Conklin gets told, "I don't need you to be alive," because Conklin is always like running his mouth, and I just want to just. There is no part of my plan that requires you to be alive. Exactly. So go away. Why didn't you kill him sooner? Anyhow. Um, But after Oliver does his little agreements and both him and I hear them say her name, but I cannot ever catch it. Uh, Tiana? There you go. Tiana? I thought it was Diana. I think it's it's Tiana with a T. Tiana? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Tiana and him are in prison, and he falls to the ground, and she's like, oh, you know, you're bleeding really bad. Let me just get this bucket with this rag that's already in here conveniently, and I'm going to clean your wound. And I thought I'm not the only one who saw that and went, that is super convenient. I sure hope (laughs) that rag is clean. Nothing in there is clean. It's the latrine bucket. Anyways. (laughs) I just thought it was uh, really convenient that that just happened to be sitting there so she could so easily just start taking care of him. Right. Um, I mean, they they knew that they needed to keep Oliver alive, so they could have placed it in the cell in preparation for him going when in When did they have time to prepare? It, they went from above ground to below. Yeah, but, but right really, if, if, if you had the cell... Take steps ahead, go get a rag, have it yeah, ready. Yeah, like all you really gotta do you're as you're radio, dragging him down. Whoever's, yeah. in char- whoever's sitting there on prison duty, yeah. watching Netflix on their whatever and looking at the prisoners, go, hey... We need a bucket and a rag for the empty cell. We're bringing a couple people in. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Intern pauses making a murderer and goes down. Actually, this was several years ago. What was hot on Netflix several years ago? The first season of Orange is the New Black. There you go. Pauses Orange is the New Black. It's like, ah, uh, goes and... But it's a good moment. Ah, okay. uh, now I have to so... wait for you to come down and take care of it. And, uh. <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, oh, okay. What just we, a misspell here. Um, okay. R.C. Fury... I just wondering ho. What? <laughs> I think how? it's supposed to be how. How, how yeah. he goes to the bathroom at this point. Who? I do not want to know or envision wait, that. Wait. So we're going to just keep it moving. How who goes to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, All of them? Oliver? Like while he's in the, sa- the <laughs> cell with brother, his brother Andy maybe? Oh. Or are we talking about Oliver? Oliver has been either long enough That's to just to one of those things that you skirt over in fiction because the details no are ugly and it takes away from what you're here for. But yeah. at Billy Jean Girl says, do you think Andy was going to throw those cards at Diggle, killing him with them? Eh? He's not Gambit. <laughs> or, yeah. um, who was the, who was was it the uh, card guy? Double Down? Double Down, Double yes. Down, yeah. Yeah. He was a straight up metahuman, so very yeah. different. You know what, though? She also says, what is his end game? Like, honestly, where is his character going, and is he going to stay in the cell forever? I have a, a. I feel like he's a spy. Like I feel like he's down there, just kind of like 
getting as much information as he can, and then eventually when he comes back to Dark, he's going to be like, this is where their hideout is, this is what they be talking about, here are all their weaknesses. But he's also... Why is he got to be ghetto? But he's also he's not ghetto. This is where we be. He's also in a really big room. Like, what's he going to... eloquent. My Andy was very eloquent. He just had a little bit of, like, side mouth. Okay. Side mouth. A little bit of this, because this is how he talks. Anyway, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, unless... I mean, he would have to get out and then do all of his recon as he's escaping very quickly. Because, really, if he got out now... Unless he took the time to, like, you know, check the entire space out before escaping. He really doesn't have anything to tell Dark other than they have a cage in a really big empty room and my brother's really, really mad at me. But if he gets out, hit the surface, know where you are, tell Dark that. Right. They have a headquarters, it's here. Or at least a box in a big room. They should move their headquarters every couple weeks. Once a month, something. Yeah, I feel like they get so pricey. It's hard to do. Doesn't Felicity own a company? We'll figure it out. Yes, and the headquarters are in the basement of said company. (laughs) Good point. Okay, you guys guys, got it. Hella carriers. Yes. (laughs) Bless. Um, tiny, tiny detail that happened in the story is that Thea broke up with Harbu Thang, only to get back together with him. But I did like the moment where he had told her that he had really liked her because of her strength. That she'd been through so much that no one should go through all that, first of all. But the fact that she's still standing there and she's still strong and that he really, really was attracted to her because of that. And I thought, oh, I like this guy. You're not Roy. But I like you. Well, we had some good character moments with Thea. And also her finally admitting to someone, in this case Laurel, that, yeah, no, dark magic me and... It, it went really well for me. Which is I liked it. Oh dear. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did, now have we determined if it's a permanent solution to her bloodlust or is it slowly returned? Because she had the moment with the arrow, literal arrow, that she had put up to our Anarchy's neck at one point because he was antagonizing her, and I don't think that has necessarily. I don't think that has nope. anything necessarily to do with her control. When somebody is antagonizing you, eventually you do, whether you have a bloodlust or yeah. not, get to a point where you're like, "Mofo." I think that I just had a, that had a lot more to do with her just being real pissed and wanting him to stop talking. I'd say six yeah. of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, I think that bloodlust is going to be a continual thing. I, I don't feel think like it's ever going to go away. I feel like it's not for some reason, and I feel like for two point two seconds when they talked about facing him again, and Thea, I th- almost feel like she was slightly afraid that maybe she wouldn't be able to take Anarchy because he is so strong, and the only thing that got her through the first fight with him was her bloodlust. Mm. And she was able to take him down. Because at that point, I think during that episode, Oliver had already been taken down a little bit by Anarchy. Right. So, for me, I feel like even though she doesn't like her bloodlust, it's quite an advantage when you are fighting somebody who is stronger than you. Right. Can I, I will say that, note for it? Go for it. Good. Oh, I just want to say that chat wants us to talk about Merlin, and all I have to say about that is he wasn't there! You <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, wasn't there this week. I was saying, uh, I just wanted to take a, a second to acknowledge that segmented staves are amazing. And yes! That was super cool. Yes! I want him to fight with that all the time. I just I just want him to show up in episodes and be like, here's my staff! Boop, 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 boop! Anarchy! And then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> just drop a mic and leave. Yeah. yeah. Boop, boop, boop. They're just, it's, it, it was oh, that's cool. right, you do martial arts. Yes. <laughs> um, but even if I didn't, segmented staff's still cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boop, All boop, right. boop, anarchy. <laughs> Done. I just, he manages to paint some absolutely perfect logos. They're not smeared, and he's painting with blood. I mean, his seriously. His parents' blood. What is wrong with you? He's crazy. Yeah, he's just bananas. Yeah. It's so sad. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A's. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, Gwen, um, let's talk about the flash forward really quick because we had two, one at the beginning of the episode, one at the end of the episode. Obviously, we keep going back to the grave scene and they're trying to tease us to try to figure out who the heck is in there. Obviously not Felicity. Yeah, she's alive. I'm a little tired of this, to be completely honest. Yes. We're just, we're <laughs> at the point where, okay, someone's dead. We know someone's dead. It's going to be season finale territory because it's four months down the line. Like, we understand. The more you rub my face in it, the less I care. I boop, boop, care. boop, anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I got. He's yeah. in the grave. They're all standing there. Man, he was a great villain. <laughs> he just he looks so cool, and he had that <laughs> segmented staff. I'm gonna miss I'm him. I'm gonna miss yeah. him. I'm gonna miss him. He made our lives interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, what I and was, now we've ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> no what regrets. I wanted to say is a slight prediction. Do we want to hit news and gossip first, or do we want to? Uh, sure. I mean, is there anything else? Hey. ABTV hosts at home. Anything else that we we're obviously all over the place a little bit tonight, so I apologize. But if there's anything else you want us to bring up before we go into news and gossip, now is your opportunity. If you are watching live, to chats on a delay, oh. so we'll have their topics by the time we're done with news and gossip. Okay, okay. there's like a minute Sorry, delay. Guys. Oh. After Buzz TV News. So explosions are we going to be okay? Are we? Are we all right? Lord, baby Jesus. <laughs> All right, so I'm handing it over to Katie for news and gossip Hi, tonight. Hi, um, We did get an interview with Guggenheim, and he has confirmed two things, and by God, I can only remember one of them right now. That is not good. The one thing that I remember off the top of my head is that he has confirmed that the characters that we have sent over to Legends of Tomorrow are not coming back anytime soon. No. They're in that show for a reason, and they are pretty much going to stay there. But and we are, I believe, piece? I believe we are going to be seeing future Oliver and future Barry on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure we will. And he's going to. We're also going to get Jonah Hex. <laughs> yes, which is which super exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. The yeah. other bit, which thank God for email, uh, we're not getting another Constantine cameo. Bummer. Constantine was evidently lent to the series with the understanding that it would be a one and done sort of thing. So it is very extremely low odds of that ever happening again. So start yeah. writing letters, everybody. That's true. Mm-hmm. Just don't like send them coffee or anything. That don't don't, don't yeah. Don't be, be don't be creepy. Be real pleasant, and courteous about it. But start sending those letters. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, tweet them and all that fun stuff. Just be, letters. Just yeah. be respectful and polite. What do you? And what I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, and we do have our lovely iTunes reviews. Wait, Uh, no, you have more. Yeah, I didn't realize there was more. Oh, this is not news. It is news. Lex gives good Christmas presents. Oh, yeah. So anyways, you guys, I got my very first guy. (laughs) Very first guy. My first man in a box. First Funko Pop. Yeah. Anyway, I've been afraid. This is the first time, you guys, I've taken him out of the box because I'm afraid. I don't know. I feel like he's worth more in the box. Is that weird? Not anymore. He's not. (laughs) I touched him. Anyways, isn't he cute? He's so cute. That dorbs. Dorbs. Anyways, I just wanted to share him with you guys because I thought he was really cool. <laughs> I don't know if you're playing with it right. <laughs> that sounds wrong on so many There is levels. no wrong way to play with Oliver Queen. <laughs> well, True no. story. Mm. So, thank you to everyone who has been leaving reviews on our iTunes. You are lovely human beings and we adore you. If you would like to have your review read on the show, if you want to let us know how we're doing, rate us five stars because we know you love us, right? Right? Mm. And this is a really good way to let our producers know that, hey, we really like this after show. We want to hear more of it. Your iTunes reviews and ratings are what pretty much keep us on the board. So I'm going to read the most recent three because we've just been on hiatus. Uh, Long Live Arrow from Prodigal358. Love you guys so much. Cannot wait for your take on each episode. I hope this review gets posted before this theory goes crazy popular. But what if Donna is in the grave? Bomb, bomb, bomb. They wrote that. The oh, music and everything. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, very nice. Uh, we have Very Good by Sir underscore SH. Very entertaining. And we have Delightful After Show by the Asian Crustacean. I love the panel and I love the discussions. I even love the tangents that they sometimes go on. Good, because I think the week after this was posted, we hit magic Nazi corn. Yeah. Uh, this um, podcast yeah. makes work so much more enjoyable. Well, thank you. Nice. So thank you guys for leaving your reviews. We're going to read more of them when we have more of them. Y'all are awesome. Yeah, you guys are great. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Yeah. Woohoo. Let's go into predictions. Yes. And now, your After Buzz TV Someone gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here was my thought, though. Okay, because I still, still, I know Lance is the obvious because we are pointing so many arrows in that direction, Boom. but um, yeah, Donna, it could potentially be Donna just because we saw Felicity get really upset, but then for 2.2 seconds I thought maybe Laurel, and then I realized now we probably can't get rid of her, but seeing Felicity as upset as she was, it has to be somebody that she's clearly very attached to, to not just, oh, she's cool. Which could be her mother or Lance. 
I don't yeah. know if we're going to put one of the main team in the ground because Diggle. it's it's the Could same be. reason that I was thinking they weren't going to kill Felicity. They don't have someone set up to take their place at the moment. And again, when they were taking Roy off the show, they made it very, very clear that Theo was going to step in. So they don't really have a character primed for that. So I'll be interested to see where it goes. But for now, I'm just kind of like, could be anyone. Probably Lance. What I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for is it's a very special live season finale of Arrow. And at the end of this hour, one of these people will die. Dun, dun, dun. That's all Thank you, Metaton. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody really... Uh, re- mm-hmm. Nope, take it again. Yeah. Somebody asked really quickly, um, by the promo, do you think that Felicity is really going to quit the team? No, it's no. going to be a one-episode no. thing. Um, Drama. The real question, this is a CW show. <laughs> the real question is, who would have to die to make Felicity homicidal? A.K.A. that mofo's going to die. There's a list. Uh, someone in the chat, Christopher Gutierrez, thinks it might be Roy. That would be interesting. Bring him back. We're just going to bring him back and kill him. Welcome back. Goodbye. (laughs) Well, that feels like a cop-out at that point, then, because he's been off the show, almost out of sight, out of mind. He's supposed to come for one episode. Yes. One. And then I think he'll be on a few of Legends of Tomorrow as well. But Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to bring him in and then kill him off. Like, that's a really, really cheap way to get out of all of this setup, and I can't see them doing that. Unless... His his like showing up is dark dragging his like dead body into a room and being like, no matter where the, your loved ones go, I can always find them. I think that would be hardcore. Like, did you even need to get cold we hands have. back for this? In the <laughs> yeah. chat, uh, Ghost eighty three eighty six says Vixen. We're getting season two of Vixen, and they're bringing her into the live action shows. Yes, that is super 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 cool. Yeah, I hope it's not Vixen. No, suck. they're not gonna. It's, again, no, we don't they're not much... going to just bring someone in and then kill them. Wouldn't off. that be horrible? Like, well, oh, for man. one, she's got her own show. It's like they're not gonna bring Barry into an Arrow episode and then murder him because he's the main character of the Flash. That said, and of course, I don't want to see that happen, but that would be such a ballsy move that <laughs> I would like. I'm, all right, I'm impressed. It would mess up Flash viewers so <laughs> badly. Suddenly, someone else is doing the intro next week, and they're like. What happened? Well, they Everyone did. They like, just introduced Wally. I was gonna Arrow? say, oh my god, my name is Wally West. I met this dude twice. He's dead now, so now I'm the Flash. <laughs> I used to race fast cars. Now I'm fast myself. <laughs> wow. Call us CW. We're all gonna be rich. No, I feel like this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Do you guys have any predictions about the island? Perhaps. No. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. He needs maps. He is looking for something. He has tattoo the tattoo. Yeah, the tattoo activated when Oliver was physically damaged, and I get the feeling that it's the ball, the crystal ball that was next to him that lit it up. Again, there is so little actual content on the island. I feel like we've gotten maybe an hour's worth of footage, and that's just like okay. Where's that shark at? So let me ask you this. Where's that shark at? I got no shark closure. Well, you know, his agent got in contact with the asylum, and it looks like he's going to be the lead for Sharknado 4. Oh, good for him. I'm really glad that he's going to be working. That's great. He's moving up in the world. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, boo. How you doing? How you doing? Did we just get how you booing? (laughs) No, how you doing? Anyways. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know what? Because we are just getting a little bit off track. Any uh, predictions? Only just getting a little bit off track. Master Boo thing, Lady Corncob. Like, do we have yeah. any predictions for what's going on with the Genesis? I the will start, say that I really want the the store, the uh, legend of Master Boo and Lady Corncob. Oh, yeah. This is like the best, worst children's book this, ever. This train is crashed into the ravine. I don't have any predictions yeah. for that until we get a little more context, a few more clues. Like, we've got a... It's the same with the island. We've got some pieces, but we've got a corner of the puzzle and maybe a dozen pieces worth of sky. We don't know what the picture is yet. Metaphor. I mean, right now, it feels like uh, Genesis is... uh, is part two of I forget what they called it in the first season with the earthquake machine. It feels like part two of that. 
So until we have more information, as far as I'm concerned, he's building another earthquake machine, and then it's going to have a bigger flaw, and then Han Solo is going to fly through it and destroy it. <laughs> I didn't hear anything you just said. I was so sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't. We should probably I'm move reading. on yeah. because I'm about right. to spoil some things that are not. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Last comment I will read is that they should let fans decide who dies, like Jason Todd. No, no, you never, no, you really, no, no, honestly, no. you never really want to listen to the fans that much because sometimes we don't actually know what's good for us. Yep. And the other thing is, TV shows are made so far in, in advance. advance. Yeah, that character is almost certainly dead already. If they wanted to figure out, oh, who's going to die, they'd be holding the poll during the season premiere. Yeah. And going from there and working their butts off to figure out, oh, well, they all want this person to die. How are we going to do it? How are we going to execute it? How are we going to build up to it? Right. That's not something where you can just, we'll figure it out in a couple weeks. It'll be fine. It, it takes a lot of time, yeah. you guys. Yeah. I think... I think we've yeah. covered just about everything prediction-wise. We just yep. went a little bit cuckoo. Um, so, <laughs> Bananas. thank boo, 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 you. Boo, <laughs> to all our After Buzz boo things at home, thank you so much for tuning in and for putting up with all of our craziness as we come back from our hiatus. We can't wait to talk to you again next week, so please be sure to join us. Until then, I am Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me at Boys and Beauty 01. Look for my YouTube channel, Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona, and please subscribe to support my bathtub show. Show. Done. Next. I am Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael, and I am now, among others, on the Legends of Tomorrow panel. That show starts tomorrow. We are going live at 9 p.m. Pacific. Please join us. DC TV is giving us another wonderful gift every single week. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kia J. K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. So many of my shows are coming back, you guys. Ruby's back in full swing. Star Wars Rebels just started up again tonight. That's every week on Wednesdays. Muppets is coming back starting in February. And if you make it to PAX South at the end of the month, I will be there competing in the Omegathon. Come by and say hi. Yay! All right, guys. We will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Boop, boop, boop. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.